everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. I'm your host, Heather, and this show is all about normalizing everyday shit shows to make you feel better about it and me feel better about it. And I just feel like in 2020, it's it's a shit show. Like if 2020 had a nickname, it would be the shit show of years. Right? Anybody else? Is it just me? I agree. Okay. So today I have one of my favorite people in my life, Katie Cannon. She is a reality TV show actor. Would you say actress? God, no. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> oh, reality TV star personality. Okay. Yeah. Reality TV star personality slash good friend slash client. She was on Temptation Island. So she's joining us today to continue the talk on Enneagram. But I also feel like we have to talk about other things too. Yes. Okay. So Katie is a type three. I'm a type three. And if you have been following along, which you should be last week, we talked about type three Enneagrams. And so if you notice, we're doing another episode on type three, which is very type three of us because we like to talk about ourselves, but it's a shocker (laughs) plot twist. Um, but I just feel like when you're a certain type, you surround yourself with those same people. And so all of my friends are type threes. So I wanted an opportunity to talk with Katie um, and learn more about her as a type three, but also just her as a Temptation Island person, person, actress, star, um, I don't know, (laughs) social media, entrepreneur, everything. So Katie, tell us a little bit about yourself while I continue to stumble over my words. (laughs) No, you're fine. Thank you for that introduction. I mean, I wish I was an actress. Um, That is one uh, misconception about reality shows. Everybody says, oh, is it real? Well, that's kind of a weird question because um, yes, I'm a real person. Yes. My relationship is real. Yes. The emotions that you see are real. Um, the show is strictly not scripted. Um, so that's big, basically the biggest difference between a reality show and any other show is, uh, we're not actors. We don't follow a script. That doesn't mean it's not produced. That doesn't mean that, you know, we don't film scenes. It doesn't mean we don't retake scenes over and over. Um, obviously we're on an Island. We're living in a mansion and we have cameras in our faces. That's not super real. Um, you know, that's not reality. Um, but our, our reactions are real. I mean, it, you know, we had real feelings. I was, like I said, definitely in a real relationship and the things that did happen, um, on the Island, or if you watch the show, the things that, that happened did happen. Um, and worse said is just, sometimes they can be kind of taken out of context. Um, you're not getting the full picture. Yeah. You know, they're showing they pick you, and choose. yeah, they sh- they're showing you what they want you to see based on a storyline that they kind of already had predetermined preset. Right. So, I mean, we're basically casted as characters for this storyline that they kind of already wanted it to go a certain way. And, and I feel like they are pretty flexible with that though. I mean, depending on what they get, sometimes things unfold that they, you know, maybe probably couldn't predict, but, um, but yeah, so that was a, that was an adventure. That was fun. I feel like, yeah, no, that's one word to say, right? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that was a paradigm shift for me. Um, in a lot of ways, it was a huge leap of faith. Um, and I, and I've heard this on so many people, um, many different people say that once you kind of overcome a big fear, you feel like you can conquer a lot of things or you can feel like you can conquer anything. And I feel like that's what that show did for me. Um, without realizing it, Uh, you know, I went through such a really, um, 
trying time it, for everybody who went on the show, especially if you were went on as a couple and not as a single, it was hard. I mean, it was, yes, it's fun, but I mean, we had real tears and it was really dark and really hard um, for not just during the show, but after the show. Um, so because I conquered that, it forced me to grow. It forced me to face demons that I like didn't even know that I had. And um, because of that, it made me change my life, changed where I lived, changed the friends I had around me. Um, and I, you know, launched a totally new career. I mean, correction, not a totally new career, but I launched a business out of the career that I was in. Right, you're killing it. I mean, like if looking back, I would say, cause whenever you first told me that you're going on the show, I had hesitations. I was like, I don't yeah. know. I don't right. know. No, everybody I did. don't know if that's a good idea. Everybody, everybody told us not to do it. Like, so the guy I went on the show with was my boyfriend, John. And, um, we were together for nearly three years. We lived together and everybody told us not to do it. And there was, I mean, the days leading up to flying to Hawaii, we were debating, like not really debating, but just like, should we do this? Deciding like, right. yeah, like back and forth, back and forth. Do we want to do this? I mean, there was a point in the hotel room when we were in Hawaii, the last night we were together before we knew they were going to separate us. Like, you know, he was crying. I was crying. Like, yeah, it was a big man. Deal. Do we really want to do this? Like, what are we doing? Um, I, I was, you know, naive and thought that we had it in the bag bag. Like I thought that we'd be fine. And we wouldn't be tempted. Like, I just thought, oh, this will be easy. Like, yeah, no, I mean, you're definitely stronger than I am and you have more balls than I do, because if I go on temptation Island, I'm going to be tempted. Right. That's yeah. So, so for those that haven't had the opportunity to watch temptation, temptation Island, give like a little snippet of what it's about. Yeah. So it's four couples that go on an Island, which was Maui. Um, and the whole premise is they separate the boyfriends and the girlfriends and you date other people. So the whole idea is to see if you stay or stray. There's no winning. There's not a competition. It's just pure entertainment of in that suspense of like, are they going to stay together? Are they going to break up? Are they going to cheat type of a thing? And it's, um, you would think that it's not that hard, right? Cause we, everybody has daily temptations in their life and in their relationships. I mean, we're around the opposite sex every single day and we're like, it's not that hard not to cheat. Right. But in this particular environment, you are secluded. You have no cell phones, no radio, no music, no open bar, no outside communication at all. And yes, all like literally you're in a mansion with no, nothing to do except for drink and like swim in the pool. Well, and they, I mean, they set the scene for you to cheat. Like they make it to where it's very easy for that to of happen. Of course. And they, of course they like the singles that are casted there are there to tempt you. Like they know what their job is and they also have producers talking to them all like all every hour throughout the day, telling them, Hey, you need to go talk to her. Hey, you need to do this. You need to do that. Right. And so they're not making it easy on us. I mean, no. and, they're, and they're genuinely sweet, sweet guys, but you're, you almost kind of get wrapped up in this bubble and you are separated from your significant other. And then you're also in like kind of warped, twisted therapy sessions all day, every day, because you, there's not like, it's like an 18 plus hour work day. That's not just chilling necessarily. Like you, there's something that we had to do every single day as far as like filming or uh, pickup lines. I mean, you know, filming different scenes. There was never like, there'd be like windows yeah, of relaxation, no... but, but you'd, you were, we were busy all the time. And so, right. um, when the producers are talking to you, it's basically like 
a therapy session because they're asking you, well, how do you feel about this? And you're like, I don't know. I've never thought about like, how I'm I feel about this. I'm tired right now. So right, I feel exactly, on exactly. asleep without the camera in my face. Oh my God. Exactly. Especially like halfway through, uh, I started getting really like, okay, what do you want me to say? Cause yeah, I want to be just done. Tell me what you want me and to it's say. Hot and I'm sticky and I want to go lay in the pool with my drink. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I can understand that. I can understand that little snippet, but yeah, I think you're kicking ass now. So you went on to temptation Island with John. You came out with, without John. Correct. And I mean, I guess it's okay to say names because yeah, it's on course. public television yeah, now. I have to always hide mine. I'm like, so insane. Like we have nicknames for everybody at this point for just protection of feelings. No, that's smart. Yeah, I think so. But in our case, it's pretty public. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows what's going on. So with you, with you guys, you ended up leaving each other and doing your own thing. And mm -hmm. I honestly think that you're, you're kicking ass now. Thank you. I mean, I feel like I am honestly, and not like trying to toot my own horn, but my life is so different and has progressed so much since. Yeah. I've done I think you show. have bragging rights for sure. <laughs> you can you. toot your horn because Thank you've you. been kicking butt and a lot of people would falter because you've dealt with the chaos of going on to public TV, mm -hmm. having people talk crap, Oh my God, yes. which we talked about, you know, a couple of weeks ago, whenever mm -hmm. I saw you that, you know, sometimes people don't have anything better to do than to do that, but right. you've, you know, surpassed that and overcome that. And now you're doing a kick-ass career in marketing and killing it from what I see. Yeah. So, I mean, I already know the answer to this, but would you change anything? Would you, it, looking back, would you still go on the show? Uh, 110%. I would absolutely do it again. Um, I wouldn't change anything. I, I just feel like I was super genuine and true to myself. Um, I was such an open book. I'm still an open book. So I'm glad that that didn't like aspect didn't change about me. Um, and I feel like that I, you know, the producers loved me because of that. They're like, yes, Katie, tell them like, tell them how it is. Tell of course. them how it is. Um, so I feel like that's just Texas style. Like we're like, <laughs> we're just going to be direct. And if you don't like it, right. get out. Right. And it, I think also ties into that type three personality, right? We're like, yeah, kind of type A and this is how it is. And yeah, that, you know, that's kind of why I wanted afraid. you to come on. Cause I'm like, okay, we're talking Enneagram, but literally everything can like tie into Enneagram. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. A, thank you for coming on to talk about that. Cause a Thanks lot for of people, me. yeah, it's my pleasure. Like this is, this is fun for me. I like talking about Enneagram stuff. I feel like everybody should take the test, you know, it, you I'm, learn I, so I'm, much more about I made people. my my new boyfriend and one of my best friends who we were hanging out the other day. Whenever you and I were texting about it, um, I had them take the test because I wanted yeah. to see what they were. And my best friend who was sitting there, she's a type three. And um, my, Makes sense. my new boyfriend, he was a one. I was shocked. Oh, I don't know what that I means. Know. But I was I, I had the same reaction. I was like, ew. I don't know what that even means, but I was just like, you're not a three. Well, it, was okay. So ironic. But last week we were like every, every guy that, you know, comes into consideration in my life or friends or whatnot should take this test because relationship wise, you can learn so much I about how this, people are. I said the same thing. It's I true. Did. You learn how to respond to people. You learn how to, how, how do I think, how to, how do I respond and how do I react? Right. And I think anything that has to do with opening up communication, cause not everybody's the same, even though like it's hard for us to wrap our minds around that. Not, not everybody thinks like us. But everybody thinks Shocker. differently. <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't either. It's the greatest. Obviously, think. we think the right way. Yeah, duh. I mean. <laughs> um, and so it's really cool to to read about you know the way other people are because it's like oh okay well I didn't 
that that makes sense that I need to approach it this way and not this way. And that makes sense that why I get frustrated with this. So yeah, I was definitely reading up about it. Yeah, no, I think you should. It's smart. So before we get back into type threes, since we talked about it last week and we're basically rehashing this, let's talk a little bit about dating after Temptation Island. Cause again, like this show, we love to talk about dating and dating disasters. So I'll set, I'll set the scene because that's what I always do. So on my Instagram earlier, I asked listeners what their most embarrassing first date stories were. Cause I feel like this is a good time to do that before you talk about like your dating disasters. Cause you've probably had a couple, you've yeah. been on a podcast where you talked about dating disasters. Yeah, correct? I actually was. Yeah. Okay, I, I talked mostly about Temptation Island and, and the disaster of dating 12 guys at once, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the most perfect situation to talk about <laughs> dating disasters. Okay. So I asked earlier today, because I'm not prepared, I should have done this like yesterday, what some of the listeners most embarrassing first, not first date, but just dating things were. So number one, my dog dropped a used tampon at my date's oh my feet God. when he was picking me up. You just reminded me of a funny story please. about John. Can I tell the story? Can you please? <laughs> Actually. <laughs> he might murder me, but <laughs> you know fine. what? That's okay. It's okay. I mean, I don't talk to him anymore, I apologize so. later. That's what we've, um, we've learned. So you said, you, you mentioned the, you know, your Instagram followers said that. So um, a story that John had told me, my ex-boyfriend, John, who I went on the show with, um, he was like a perpetual um, dating app user and so he had some like tinder bumble like right <laughs> inside jokes <laughs> um he you know had this girl come over and i guess like the date was going very well and they came back to his um house afterwards and i don't know what they, they don't think they were like doing anything necessarily i don't really know but then his dog nash comes out into the living room out of like his bedroom and he's playing with something and he's just like going oh, to town no. chewing on it and he's got his paws and he's like oh, holding no. it down and he's yanking on it and pulling on it it's and then good. and the girl's like what is that and then john goes over there and he yanks it out of nash's mouth and it was a, a fleshlight I have no word. Like I, I was expecting a tampon because no, that's what a the flesh like. Oh okay. my god! His dog got it out of his room and brought it out on this on this first date with this girl that he just met. I guess. Why does he have a flashlight? First of all, I'm just. Are being you quiet. okay? Are you okay? I'm being quiet. <laughs> I mean, oh, bless his heart. How like mortified would you be? I would die. First of all. I just like how desperate do you have to be? I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. I'm going to go there. But it's fine. You, you I can there. go there. You went there. I can do this. <laughs> how desperate do you have to be as a man to walk into a toy shop to get a flashlight? Like there's so many free opportunities for you at your house. I've heard there's a sock. There's like your hand. Pamela is yeah. a good option. Right. Fingerella I is a good option. Like there's, I don't know. Is there not? <laughs> John's judging me, but he knows Pom, Pom, what, Pamela. Hold on. This, <laughs> you need a guy's perspective in yes, this. Yes, please. Because first of all, I'm lost. you know how long I've had my hand? <laughs> For 35 years. 35 years I've had my hand, right? So yes. what's the difference between us going to get, you know, that and you guys going to get a dildo or a vibrator? A lot. Is there? Yeah. Why? I mean. Because be it's, you guys are getting a fake penis. 
Look, and we're getting there's a fake ten vagina. routes to us getting off. There's one route to you guys getting off. Like, what's, do you? So why not mix that avenue up a little bit? Why? What's the what's the difference? He probably has a flu- do you have a flashlight? I don't. But <laughs> he's defending it pretty. <laughs> but heavily. I mean, but like that's that's come on now. That was kind of. Uh, Come on. Okay, so I won't say desperate. I'm I mean, saying you guys have drawers of toys. Like, come on. He must be very bored with his own hand in sock drawer to have to go to a toy I mean, store. A sock is only good for the cleanup. That, Think about it. No, though. I've heard you can like put lotion in the sock, and it's like a whole nother situation. I feel like that would not feel good. That's I don't know. The, no, you guys don't yeah. look at me. I don't know. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm don't not the expert. I've never heard that. I, don't, I, don't I really know. don't know. Is it a wool sock? Me too? either. Mm. I've never heard that this either. So hot. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> never. Anyways. That was weird. That was odd. That was awkward. All right. So, anyways, okay. So the dog found a flashlight, which right. that's so did you hear the ending to like what was the ending to the story? I don't really story? remember. I think she just like was dying laughing and he was, you know, mortified. And um, I don't really re- I, Obviously, they didn't work out because I met him I after mean, that, but I don't know. Okay, so that was before. Yeah, this was before okay. him and I started okay. dating. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I take back. I retract. It's not yeah, desperate. When, when I just, dated him, he, he just, did not own anything like that, though. So Okay, that's fair. All right, so another one. I got super drunk, blacked out, and threw up all over his apartment. Been there, done that. Relatable. <laughs> Of course, we would both like, look. We look at each other like. I mean, that's not. Is that uncommon? <laughs> okay, so I will say I went on a date not too long ago, and I had I was overserved by the bartender. Not, not your fault. Yeah, it was not my fault. The bartender overserved me, but I really like looking back. I think that I could have done it a lot smarter. Like work smarter, not harder. But opposite. Because I drank too much, um, which doesn't make sense, but it's fine. Just go with it kind of thing. But I drank three margaritas and then afterwards I drank whiskey. And I really feel like, I really feel like all of it, right? That makes me crazy just thinking about it. Yeah, it was such an amateur move. Like, I know better now. Moving on so I can get my dignity back from that (laughs) one. Um, Another girl said, falling down the stairs in a dress to my hands and knees on the way to the car before dinner. I I mean, that's something I would do. I haven't done. I I can't. Yeah. I can't relate to that, but I feel like I could. Right. I'm not graceful. Yeah. Like I I said, I haven't done that, but I feel like that's something I do. I haven't done it yet. So I feel for her on that. Yeah, I do. I feel for her for sure. Um, This girl had a awesome night she's like i couldn't find my undies the next morning and i looked everywhere i don't think that's embarrassing yeah is what's embarrassing about that yeah he probably is happy that he found he put them it later. in his his like trophy drawer his or trophy drawer yeah. yeah the girl trophy drawer uh there's a word for that and i can't think of it now i call it a Happens. whore drawer i don't know the whore drawer yeah it's fair that's what i call it i don't know i like it i like it I think you should keep calling it that for sure. Um, I lost my credit card. Luckily, he was sweet. He paid and we laughed about it. Girl, did you lose your credit card, though? Are you sure you lost it? Because I pulled that before. I'm like, oh, damn, I forgot my credit card. First off, second off, he should have paid for I, it anyway. I, I was like, why is she even reaching for her card? Yeah, you do the reach just to like. He's kind. Yeah, it's like which is, considerate. That's and then- cute. Yeah. And then he's like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. Yeah. You do that. You're like, oh, or what I do is the classic, like when they put the 
check down, you look away. And then after they put the card down, you're like, oh, my gosh, no, let me. And they're like, no, no. And I'm like, oh, OK, thank you. Right. Exactly. And it's like, not, wait, did you get that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I think you're a lot so of nice. like people might talk shit about that. But I really feel like there is a huge statement that's made when you have a guy that's chivalrous. chivalrous, chivalrous. I agree. That word. But I do like, I feel like it, it sends a huge message and it's not that I'm looking for somebody to pay my way through life at all, but just the idea of a guy that can actually take care of me and wants to give me security. Like that's sexy. I agree. Um, yeah. So next thing, um, I unexpectedly burped mid sentence. I mean, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed. Yeah. I'd be embarrassed. I would, I could see myself maybe doing that after Five Trulies. Right, right. Yeah, I was going to say beer, like beer. Beer, yeah, or something. And then a guy actually commented saying a girl farted in my truck once and it was (laughs) wicked loud. Oh, God. I would be embarrassed for that, too. I've never never done that. I would literally die. I think that I would have him drop me off and just be like. I have dated my current boyfriend for like unofficially a year and eight months and I still do not fart in front of him. Yeah. And we talked about that. So I don't think there's ever an appropriate time for girls to feel comfortable enough with their guy to, to, I think that's just a personal preference, but for me, I just don't do that. Yeah. I don't either. No, I don't either. I just, I feel like, no, I know a lot of girls that do and a lot of women that do, and that's hey, good for them. That is not for me. That is a hard no for me. Um, I want to have some things left as a surprise. And I feel like anything that comes out of that end should be a surprise. A secret. It should be a secret. It should be a private secret. Okay. So that's all I got there. Um, Those are good. I feel like it's good. Okay. So tell me a little bit about, so your new boyfriend's name is Nathan. Yes. How did you guys meet? And how long you've been together. Like, I just want to know everything about, yeah. So I'm kind of a creeper. I just want to no, know. It's fine. We got done filming temptation Island. Um, we got back the beginning of October and, um, I met Nathan the beginning of December, literally right when I had moved to Dallas and I was not looking, um, at all. And I told him that I'm like, I am, I, and my goal was to stay single until April, which was when the show was, going to, you know, wrap it up. Like, I it, was like gonna, it. it was going to, um, like the finale I think was going to happen in, in April. And so I wanted to stay single throughout the whole duration of the show. I wanted to live it up, enjoy it, you know, like seize the opportunities yeah. and have fun. Um, and then I met Nathan and we met at a Christmas party. Um, he was with a mutual friend. I was with a, one of his mutual friends and, um, we were just like friends for, you know, the first like month or so. And then, uh, you know how that goes. It's like, we start hanging out more and then we fell in love. That's cute. So, so much for me staying single. But, um, but I think that's how it works though. Like you're, you find the people that you're supposed to be with when you're not looking. Yeah. I, I, and I, yeah, I let him know. And, but of course he was like, Oh, me neither. Me neither. I'm not looking for you. I'm like, duly no, I need to stop. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing the most. But yeah, so we, um, yeah, we've been together. So that's, um, like I, I always say a year and eight months. Cause I, I count us starting to date in January, um, of 2019. But I mean, he thinks we didn't officially start dating until like 
closer to May or why June. are they like that? I'm like, ugh, I mean, honestly, we were dating. I'm sorry. We may, yeah. you know, maybe weren't like super serious, but I mean, so on. did he have like, did you have the official RV exclusive conversation or did you guys just start dating and then, you know, time goes on and we you just did. assume. Yeah, no, we had the exclusive conversation. I would think somewhere around February or March. I, I feel think. like that's the day then. I don't remember the exact date, it's but like, I feel like January is when we really started hanging out heavily, okay. you know, like when we really started, like, you know, like <laughs> started be- doing, doing getting things romantic. exclusive. We started being romantic. That's it, like, fair. It changed from like, I'm still getting to know you. We're just friends. Uh, stay away. Like arm's length to, okay, I'm putting my walls down a little bit. I'm hanging out till, you know, all hours of the night and we're seeing right. each other every single day. That started in January. That's so, so cute. Yeah. So for you, it's like January. And it's the like, day. it's like hard to put an exact date on when we said we were exclusive. Um, you know, and like, even though we said we, we, we kind of like talked about like, oh, let's be exclusive in, in, um, like I said, February, March, I don't think either of us actually were doing that until like closer to like May, which is why he okay. says May. I agree with him then. <laughs> May is says the day. May. You can't count the day until you're like exclusive, but I get you. But yeah, so whatever. I appreciate where you were coming from. If you count, you, like, you if you count us um, being boyfriend and girlfriend, you can say fine. You mm-hmm. can say that since since May of 2019, but dating, like I just say like we we literally have been dating. You can you can date yeah. somebody like casually or you can date somebody that's fair. like you know non-exclusively. So uh, yeah. that's fair. I think that the exclusive part would be like the, the hard line. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn, you sided with you him. Know, it's okay. It's okay. Look, you're going to win a lot of <laughs> arguments in life cuz you're the girl happy wife happy life happy girl happy world but yeah no I think that if you're dating other people you can't really include that in your your day so I don't know but you know you really should be proud of is the fact that you've survived 2020 with him oh god girl I didn't think we would there was days I did not think we would all right quarantine was hard for us let's get closer so tell me a little bit about quarantine with like in a relationship how'd that go well how did you not murder that person yeah it was hard and and what's funny so I had just moved in with him um right before quarantine hit and it was supposed to be kind of like a temporary thing actually I was gonna get like I was just gonna stay with him until I found my own place and then literally and then quarantine hit so you were gonna move in with your boyfriend for just for like temporary like I literally just put all my stuff in storage and was just gonna like stay with him that's the ultimate like what do they call what's the word they call it where you like like the whoop de doo where you're like, <laughs> Oh, I was just gonna say for a couple of months, but <laughs> now I'm here. switch. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Literally. I'm just gonna stay here, here until here, here we are I find in, a new end place. of August. Here we yeah. are, end of August. <laughs> Still here. Sorry, bitch. Right. Um yeah, I guess I'm your living girlfriend now. So Um, yeah. So then quarantine hit and we both work from home and um you know, just with like, I'm not really sure because I thought that we'd be fine because, you know, I just thought like we were together all the time anyway. And we both work from home and we've been around each other all the time anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just think it was the added stress of everything, the heightened like, you know, levels of like um, emotional. Well, there was also like a it. toilet paper shortage. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. It was felt, it, it felt apocalyptic whenever we'd go to the grocery store. Like I still remember the first time we went to the grocery store once everything like started happening and I had a meltdown. Like I cried 
in the store because everything was gone and I just thought we were going to starve to death. And like I had a literal meltdown. I mean, so people tell me these things and I'm like, I just Instacarted. I sound like the most first world problem child in 2020. I don't know why we didn't think of that. Cause literally we, I, we order everything online too, but right. Like I'm the CEO of favoring in 2020 and it's, I just, I amazing. feel like at that time everything was out, like everything was out of stock. Like that, you know, there was like a window. Well, like, I, a, like a two week I don't window. Know. And I feel like everything was out. But there, anyway. No, I agree with you. Like, I'm not trying to soften up your <laughs> meltdowns. No, it's okay. I'm I very dramatic. It's okay. <laughs> but we're threes. So right. we are dramatic. Right. But no, I mean, I think I was right there with you. But I mean, I like got on my Instacart people. They went to like Dollar General. Like you oh. had to send them to places that the oh. first world problem people aren't going to. So if you go to Dollar General, yeah. it might be two ply. And it yeah, might yeah. not be a comfortable experience, but at least you have toilet hey, paper. At least, yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, yeah, we, I think we bought like a family size thing of hot dogs. We do not eat hot dogs, <laughs> but that amazing. was literally the only meat they had an entire store. So we bought them. They're still in our fridge, like to this day. <laughs> like, so you still have not ate them? No, but when they'll are we be good ever for eat hot dogs like? in fifty years. <laughs> in fifty years, at some point, no, we bought before they we expire. Bought shit we would never ever buy because we were like panicked. Like, well, yeah, you're like, out of food. <laughs> you have to Google. Okay, so this is an opportunity to talk about my ex husband, yes. which you know I can say because I'm not slandering him, but he was a prepper. Mm, so mm -hmm. I knew everything. I was like, so you were like in good shape, motherfucking then. beans, yeah. motherfucking rice. Girl, You're set. Like that's they, all you need. The grocery store was out of those things. Okay. Well, I don't know. I went to like, I'm sorry, so I don't know you. if it, I was just in, I was in Dallas. So I, well, that's the problem. We went to like central seven market, or eight grocery stores. We went to high end grocery stores, like low end grocery stores. But did you go to big lots? I don't think so. I don't even know where a big lots is in Dallas. So Dallas is not like Fort Worth I discovered. Like That's in fair. the city. Like yeah. you have to drive to kind of suburbs like to get the to like things like Big lots. Yeah, like no, have, that's fair. And I, I, I've learned that. Like, there's nothing is like convenient where, especially no. where I live. Like, I live in uptown. It's Target. It's. Do y'all have a central market there? We do. Thank God. I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I have friends in Dallas, but I do. I avoid it like the plague, only because I just never have a reason to go there. Unless you invite me into something and I'm like, okay, maybe I need to go out there because Fort Worth is I, such a bubble. No, I love Dallas for the social aspect, for business aspect. Yeah, business wise. But when it comes to shopping and convenience, like the suburbs and Fort Worth actually has a better setup as far as like yeah. living close to like a really good, you know, a really good Tom Thumb or like, you know, just a really good grocery store or having something like Big Lots nearby or something. Big you Lots know, is like, legit. Um, you know, or something like TJ Maxx nearby. Like we don't have stuff like that near us. Like you have to drive like 15, 20 minutes. And I know that sounds bratty to be like 15 minutes. No, but. I get that. Like <laughs> I felt it. I was triggered. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. So I'm going to trigger you a little bit because we actually have to talk a little bit about Enneagram. Oh yes. Sorry. I know. Right. No, it's my fault. Like this is completely my fault. Okay. So type threes. So just a little bit, we'll, we'll backtrack. Okay. So Enneagram, if you haven't taken the test, you can take it at Enneagraminstitute.com. And I think it's like mm -hmm. a $10 test, but you can take a free one as well. It doesn't matter. You want to take it in like, as if you were in your twenties mentality. And it teaches you how you react, how you respond 
respond and how you think, which is great because if you know those things, then you can learn like what the healthy version of that number is and what the unhealthy version is and how you can relate to other people who are different numbers, which is why I think it's super important to like get everybody in your squad to take it so you can, you know, relate to them or communicate with them better. So type one is like the perfectionist, which is what your boyfriend is. And I was like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, girl. Cause that's what my ex was. He oh, was the no. perfectionist. Everything had to be a certain way. And yeah. you know, there's a lot of pressure on people in that surround that person because yeah. you know, it's hard to be perfect all the time. Yeah. And then you have type twos who are like, they're the people pleasers. They want to, they get their energy from helping other people. And, you know, there's a healthy version again, and there's an unhealthy version. And then you have type threes, which is us. And we are the, we are the goal getters. Mm -hmm. We are the overachievers. We're the workaholics. We, we get our energy from accomplishing things, Mm -hmm. but the unhealthy part is we get our energy from people giving us positive feedback. Mm -hmm. So we're like, I want to accomplish things. Like I want to do things that nobody else has ever done, but tell me that I'm doing awesome. (laughs) Otherwise I'm like, what am I even doing this for? So that's, that's type three. And then, you know, I'm not going to go further because we haven't gotten to type four yet, but then you have the wing, which is your second closest number. So like you were a wing four, four, Mm -hmm. which, I actually relate a lot. I could relate to both, but I'm a Gemini. So I feel like that was almost like my perfect, like twin persona. Right. And it's funny how it correlates. So fours, you know, they, they care about what other people think. They can take a step back and look at what other people are doing and do a lot of cross promotional stuff. So it makes sense for you to do marketing because you're the goal getter, but also you want to like collaborate. So you're helping other people achieve their goals as well. Yeah. And then you and have it's very like highly emotional and yeah. And marketing is very emotionally right. based. So. Right. Um, and then you have your guy who's the type one. So tell me how that, mm-hmm. is that how's that going? How do you feel about that? Um, yeah. So I, I actually need to like read more about the type ones, but, um, he is, so he owns Um, and is the CEO of several companies. So it kind of makes sense when it comes to business. Like he is the most driven, focused, perfectionist person. It's very impressive. That's one of the things that made me fall in love with him was how he um, handled business and how he ran his businesses and just the infrastructure. Um, And so one of, he has a holdings company. And one of the things that they do is they buy distressed companies and kind of flip them or like mergers and acquisitions. So, um, just the infrastructure that he can install in a business and just see how things are running and how it shouldn't be running. And, um, and then his attention to detail to contracts, it's just so highly impressive to me. And I feel like it's helped me tremendously in business and launching my business. Um, you know, and so I just, I actually admire him a lot for that, but he can be very controlling. You know, there's like pros and cons to every type of personality and, and the reason one's Actually, I mean, they do go well together whenever they're at their healthy version of themselves. So I think when it works, it works. And when it doesn't, it's like the atomic bomb goes off because you guys are competing with each other all the time. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. We're competitive. But, like, we're competitive in a playful way, right? I mean, for the most part, I feel like, um, you know, I I definitely can see some aspects of, like, where maybe that competitive nature is can leak over into that 
like gray line, but, um, you know, we we're competitive in like a cute, playful way right now and right. hopefully forever, but we'll see. But, that'd um, be cute. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cute, would be but so he's, cute. uh, you know, he's, he's Latin and Italian. And so that also like plays into, um, you know, his passionate side. He's tying, Yeah. Tying into that type one. So I'm like, uh, oh, be careful. Katie. Yeah. No, but I mean, I think, I think that you're, Type three. So you're, you don't really have to care. I mean, you do have to care. That sounds really bad, but you just have to worry and focus about focus more on not having to have that positive reinforcement. So, and that was the unhealthy versus healthy. So for type threes, if we aren't healthy, we go more towards a type seven. Oh, wait, let me think about this. He Hold always on. tells me I'm an but, attention whore, but just, like he's got, okay, he's got, that's fair. he has um, brought it to my attention to where um, more my personality to my attention that makes me feel proud of who I am and not ashamed of who I am, which is so nice. Like he helps me to embrace. So who I am. this is good because you can give him like in a nutshell, what a three is, because it's not that you're an attention hoard. It's literally that you were born with this. Yeah. You want people to recognize what you're doing. Like I love when people come to me and they're like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, he says as a term of endearment, by the way, like not trying, he, he does not like degrade me in that way. Okay. Like saying that, no, he says like cute, like, I like, like lighthearted. It. And I like, he's gotten to me to where I'm like proud of that. You know, it's like, it's like okay. I can admit that. Hoarder. Yeah. Like, I like it. Okay. The context is different. Like where I can be like, like laugh about it. Like, yep, yeah, I am. Who but cares? I mean, but you can also use that as an opportunity to be like, yeah, no, this is what yeah, I is why. like. I can come up like type threes can kind of come off narcissistic because mm-hmm. we, if we don't feel like we're getting that positive reinforcement from somebody, then we will talk about ourselves to everybody to get it from mm-hmm. strangers. And oh, they're yeah. like, what a vain person. And it's not or, that like, yeah. it's not or like, I turn situations I've, I've discovered and I've learned a lot about myself recently, but that I've turned, um, situations around to where it's like, Oh yeah, me too. Or like, right. Oh yeah. Like, and I don't mean to do that, but I'm just trying to right. like, I'm trying to say that I can relate. But like if somebody's telling you a story away. and you're like, wait a minute, I have a story. I too yeah. have gone through this. <laughs> right. I do that too. And I don't mean to do that. I was like, I don't mean to take the attention away from yeah. somebody else, but I, I, I do it like as in a relatability or, Oh, like I get excited. Like yeah. you reminded me of this. Like story. you're trying to make other people feel like they're not alone, but at the same time, right. you also kind of want to talk about like your story Nathan too. will be like, Kitty, this isn't about you. I'm like, why? You know what? It is though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's fine. All right. So tell everybody. Okay. So we talked a little bit about your marketing job. I can't not job, your career. Yeah, Sorry. That Canada, sounded so Canada downplayed. Marketing. No, it's okay. Yeah. Tell Canada everybody about, Ka- yes. Tell everybody about Katie marketing agency. Yeah, Canon. Canon. Canon no, yeah. It's Canon marketing agency. And, um, we are a full service digital marketing agency, um, based out of Dallas. And, um, we kind of focus on middle market businesses. Um, so, you know, large, like nationwide companies that are, uh, branding, social media, um, digital marketing as far as like, um, SEO and digital ads, PR, um, and graphic design. So basically all the things, you know, full service. So what we do is we come up with like a strategy, um, a strategic campaign, and then, you know, figure out what channels of distribution to pump out that strategy, right. what that, that messaging. And so that just kind of typically leaks into those five or at least four pillars of PR, digital, social media, um, and, and, what did I leave out? 
But anyway, you get the idea. Something, yeah. No, it's fine. (laughs) Nobody would know. So yeah, none of us are qualified. But (laughs) I will say that you helped me with my website, and you helped me with some social media stuff, and I'm forever grateful because you are amazing at it. Like even before Temptation Island, you were helping with my website, and it was incredible. So I think that Temptation Island for you, yeah, it was so pretty. But it served as like a stepping stone to where you're at now, right? And you're doing incredible things. So I mean. That's awesome. I'm very proud of you. Thank, thank you. Um, tell everybody where they can follow you for uh, Canon Marketing mm-hmm. as well as your personal page because I know people need to know so they can follow your stuff. Yes. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah. So on all platforms, my handles are the same. You're welcome. So it's at Katie Cannon 313 and that's K-A-D-Y-C-A-N-N-O-N 313. And then for my business page, it's at Canon Marketing and that's Canon with a K, um, little twist there. So it's kind of a combination of my my last name and my first name. So like it. it's K-A-N-N-O-N Marketing. Yeah. So you guys make sure that you follow her marketing page. Make sure you follow her personal page. I'm thoroughly entertained. I'm again, I'm very proud of you. I think you're doing an exceptional job. And I think that you thanks girl that I I do. I feel like we all should be on this collaboration versus competition thing. That can be a whole nother episode. My God. Yeah. I can literally talk about that for so right. Like, I just feel like we should all be each other's cheerleaders because we're all for that one. Yeah. We're all (laughs) struggling. Like this is the struggle bus of 2020 mm-hmm. and we're going through no. yeah. a swamp of shit paddling backwards. I, I learned that very early after launching my company. And I'm so glad that I did. I was, I was actually with two other, um, males that own marketing agencies and I was actually launching my one year anniversary party. And I, they were like, Oh, should we invite so-and-so? And I was like, Oh yeah, but he's competition. Right. And they're right. like, there's enough market share for everybody to go around, you know, and like just their mindset. And then I've talked to a lot of other people since then that made me realize that, you know, they, we, let's all collaborate. Like, let's all be partners, like let, right. lift each other up. There's enough success for everybody. Everybody. And the moment that you do that it, is the moment changed. that life shifts for you. It changed my business you, model. Like as soon as yeah. I like started thinking as other people as partners and how, how can we collaborate? How can we partner? Everything. My business has just taken off and your I'm business so skyrockets, happy. your, mm-hmm. your, just your health, your mental yeah. health skyrockets, everything. So I think that's 100% true. So again, if you guys are not following Katie, make sure that you mm-hmm. follow her on both platforms. And if you're not already subscribed to sex love and injectables please make sure that you are subscribed we've only been doing this since april and we are at over ten thousand downloads Ooh, which i feel congratulations. like thanks girl i feel like it's worth celebrating because i'm like i started this for a hobby during quarantine because i'm like nobody's doing anything they might want to listen to my bullshit Heck yeah. and then you guys like my bullshit so i'm very excited to continue doing this and so if you're not already subscribed make sure you go on itunes or spotify subscribe and if you're wondering how you can help this podcast continue to grow, leave us a review that helps us get ahead on the list. That's so very helpful. And yeah. And I would love to have you on the show again. Oh my God. I would love it. Yes. Heaven so, forbid. Like I, I love to talk and I love to talk about I myself. Mean, that's what, you what threes are for. So I appreciate you coming on and to everybody else. I look forward to speaking with you guys again on the next episode of sex, love and injectables. 